Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it. Unfucking believable. Casba rants. Let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers. Welcome back to another edition of Casba's Rant. I'm Casba, or the K in Casba. I'm calling the part that rants. And this is season five, episode 153. I want to take a quick second to give a huge shout out to our sponsors. As in lifestylemagazine.com, if you want to know what's going on in the adult world as well as the lifestyle world, make it a habit to read each and every month's edition that comes out. Three million readers can't be wrong. ASNLifestyleMagazine.com. And hey, it's almost that time. You know what? Don't settle for second best when you grill out or have friends over and have that main course of meat on your plate. Spice it up. With great quality meat rubs, smoking meats bbq treats.com. That's S M O K I N M E A T S B B Q T R E A T S dot com. Smoking meats bbq treats.com. Hickory dust, lemon pepper, SBG, orange mango, habanero, pineapple paradise, and paradise and cinnamon Q, excuse me, uh, are six of their great flavors. You can actually get Casba. 15, get a 15% discount when you order on their website. And coming soon, we've got a new deal with Smoking Meats BBQ Treats. That's right. Uh, we are going to have our own signature line, our own signature flavor of meat rub. That's right. Casba Special Blend. We'll be letting you know when you can get that as well. Finally, you know what? There's a lot of sex toys out there. Some are worth it, some aren't. But don't settle for second best and take that chance. Go with a name that you know represents quality all the time, time around. That's Motor Bunny. That's right. You can go on MotorBunny.com, get $50 off the purchase of your next machine. You can get either the original or the brand new buck. Give them a try today. In fact, you can check out Miss Amanda uh, on her Pornhub account. Has took a video of her riding the buck. She loved it. Just saying, check it out today at MotorBunny.com. Okay, so let's talk, shall we, kids? Let's get into the meat and taters of this whole thing. You know, the lifestyle has changed, so we hear. It's not so much that it's changed. What we have learned is that just like the lifestyle itself in the mainstream world, it's becoming more talked about it. The lights are coming on, so to speak. It's not quite as a dark, dirty little secret like it used to be. And within the lifestyle community, there are so many new things that have come up that are also taking hold, that it's not so much they're taking hold that they're new, it's that even within the lifestyle, there are certain kinks and fetishes that were always kind of kept in the dark, in the distance, on the DL, so to speak, and they're starting to become more predominant. We're turning the lights on. And the reason we're talking about this today is because as we turn the lights on, a new thing happens. We see things that maybe we purposely did not want to see or we tried to avoid. And now we have to be able to figure out how do we coexist with things that maybe are not our cup of tea. We're all very quick to sputter and spout the mighty words of don't yuck someone else's yum. And that's great and it applies when it's a yum that we like. 
What happens when the yum is actually one of our yucks? Because here's the reality of it. That is becoming the new new truth in the lifestyle. As we see more, we understand more, we see there are things that are not our cup of tea. And some things go even further than not being our cup of tea. Some things actually can, for some people, they can find them repulsive or gross. But how do we not yuck someone else's yum? It's it's an interesting quandary. I want to use an example that is, that's going to show... Really, and for those who have been in lifestyle a while, will, will have been in the lifestyle a while, will appreciate this as a reference point. When we got in the lifestyle twelve, almost thirteen years ago, uh, bisexuality in males was very much frowned upon, at least here in the Midwest in the lifestyle. It was it was a for a man to put that they were bi curious, absolutely could hurt their chances as a couple of being able to hook up with, hook up with other couples because of, because of irrational fears, uh, you know, because of, of toxic masculinity, uh, because of the way we were taught and brought up, religious factors. There's a lot of things in there that cause that. And it was always very funny because throughout the entire time we've been in the lifestyle, the concept to push every female to like pussy has been great and demanding. And also that so many women and so many couples have lied and said they were bi-curious. Females were bi-curious or bi-situational when they were by God not interested in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and, and I mean, that was a topic that we've talked about multiple times. And it's really interesting. But And, and, and look, let, let's put a full disclaimer here. We're all guilty. We're all guilty of, of being afraid of things we don't understand. Quote the great movie, A Night's Tale. Jocelyn, you speak of things which you don't understand. And how do I mean that? Well, at one point in time, we were just as, as guilty, afraid that if you if you were to hook up with a bi, a couple that had a bisexual male or bi-curious male, that the risk for disease was higher. Well, that's a complete bullshit. That's what I mean. I, I look back now and go, "How were we that stupid?" Uh, but it, it, it's just we learned, okay, and we progressed and, and everything else with that. But the the reality of it is, is that now a lot of us way more than then. There's still some people that have hesitations and drawbacks and whatever because there are still people out there that, quite honestly, it's not their cup of tea, and that's 100% acceptable and fine. Uh, but as we've went out, we now that is becoming so much more acceptable. The thought that the thought that uh, people would not hook up with a couple because the the guy was was bi curious seems almost absurd to us. And yet we still have to talk about it because there's still fractions out there that are that are, have that have are afraid of the unknown. And I get it. But that, that stigma is going away. But now we're reaching a whole new level. There's brand new things coming out every day. Uh, or they're, they're not new, but that we're seeing. And and I can talk about this, living this in our own in our own group and community. Things like uh, cross-dressing, things like transsexuals, uh, different kinks and fetishes and, BDS, and from the BDSM world. Folks, let me tell you what, there is an incredible amount of things out there. If you have ever thought about it sexually, there's a group out there for you. Now, let me clarify at this point in time. Although our groups believe in being all-inclusive and respectful, 
as long as it's legal, it does not mean that we, as in the owners of the group, participate, like, uh, or even necessarily agree with the the action. See, that's the thing. First, that's the first thing we have to understand. It is okay to not agree with a certain kink or fetish. It's okay. It's okay to go, I, I, I don't agree with that. I think that's wrong. That's okay. That's your view and your opinion. Now, where is it okay to have that view and opinion? To yourself. That, that, that view and that opinion has no place out amongst the people within, other people within the group. Uh, if someone asks you your view or your opinion, and at that point in time, it's a little different ballgame. And, and, and that's where we have to learn to accept that if we ask somebody's opinion about a kink or fetish, if they say, I don't agree with it, or I think it's, it's, it's gross, we have to understand if you don't want to know the true answer, you shouldn't ask the question. It's okay to not like certain things. It's okay to not be able to watch certain things. The joy of the lifestyle is that if there's something going on, a scene or uh, a whatever, that is just something that you're not comfortable with, the wonderful thing is you have the ability to quietly get up and walk away. And, and that's acceptable and that's okay. We want to try to be inclusive of all things, and, and, and there are some things that are a little more extreme that have to be kept a little more under closed, behind closed doors, both for the people that enjoy the kink and for those that don't know or don't want to see the kink. But it, we have to understand it's okay not to like or agree with every fetish and kink out there or every lifestyle choice out there. We also have to understand that just like we have the right to not like, agree, or etc., other folks have the right to like, agree, to like whatever all the, the kink, whatever the kink is, and to participate in it. And the goal becomes is how do we respectfully participate, and how do we respectfully not participate? Now, I want you all to catch a very important thing that I said there. How do we all respectfully participate? How do we respectfully not participate? If you notice, what I said was both sides, how do they respectfully do their side? That becomes the next great game. That becomes the next challenge. How do we all respectfully coexist? You see, the problem that we have or the challenge is, is that when some, if we don't know about something, our lack of knowledge, our lack of education can make everything about something we don't know seem bigger and more blown up than it really is. Let me give you an example. If... If we don't know, we go to uh, a, a foreign country where it is very common to eat horse. Okay, in the U.S., that's not a very common, it's not a common thing. We don't know, it can create an anxiety, animosity. 
because we don't know something we don't understand. And it can feel like, oh my God, everything's horse, 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 right? Because it's just all in our face. Oh my, that's our own fears hyping it up. The same thing can be said with different different areas of sexuality. Okay, so if if uh, if, if I'm trying to give a good example here, uh, if um, dominatrix is something that just is, is not our cup of tea, or we don't understand it, we don't know very much about it, and then we see we're at a big event like one of our big events, and we see a couple of folks that are dominatrixes walking, they're going to their event, and they're all in their complete. Uh, their complete uh, uh, outfits and, and, and everything with that, it can seem like, oh my God, they're just flying and they're still in our face. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, they were walking to their event. It's no different than you're sitting there with your tits hanging out or your penis hanging out or whatever. But when we are not familiar with it, we're unsure, it can feel like it is so in our face. And when you are you participate in something and and you know that it's not necessarily uh, mainstream within the lifestyle, you can feel like everybody's staring at me. They're judging me. No, they're curious. You see, this becomes the challenge. How do we coexist? How do we start a dialogue? Comes the next part of this: learning to ask questions respectfully learning to answer questions respectfully you see if you do something that is not mainstream and you don't want people just to stare at you offer to educate them offer to answer questions but don't be offended if they ask questions that seem petty weird childish or even even uh, an accusatory. They don't know. Be patient. See it as an opportunity to help someone break a cycle of ignorance and appreciate the fact that they're willing to, to ask questions because they want to break that cycle of ignorance. For those of us on the other side, if you don't understand something, it goes a long way to walk up and respectfully say, catch this, respectfully say, I don't really understand or know a lot about your part of the lifestyle. Would you be willing to answer some questions for me? Now, notice how I said that. Notice how I said that. This is a key component here. I didn't walk up and go, hey, why don't you, I got some questions for you. I went up and admitted my lack of knowledge and my and my genuine curiosity. I showed my ignorance and I showed I was trying to do something about it. Do you see how if both sides take that opportunity, take that moment in time to to educate and to listen and learn how it can change? Do you see if you see somebody just stare at you to walk up and go, I can't help but notice you noticed me. I hope I'm not bothering you. I just, did you have any questions? I can, I'm happy to answer questions. Versus, why the, why the fuck are you doing staring at me? You see, we, we, we have so many opportunities to learn, but we have to go at everything respectfully. We have to be willing 
to be respectful. We have to truly want to not yuck somebody's yum. Instead, we want to learn to understand it. Now, here's a key component with all of this. This is, it's, this is swinging 101. What do we tell people all the time? Just because you talk to somebody or just because somebody talked to you doesn't mean you have to fuck them, right? We all understand that. Just because I'm nice to you and say hi doesn't mean that, that I'm going to, that you have to let me stick my dick in you or vice versa. Or, you know, that that, that means I'm going to fuck you because, you know, I said nice hi to you and, and you're a woman, so I'm going to fuck you. No. Here's the thing. It's the same thing. Folks, don't make the assumption that just because someone goes, I have some questions. Or that there's something that means if you ask a question that they're going to expect you to instantly become and participate in that kink. They're not going to. And and people that are in that, the, whatever that is, obviously if someone asks questions or if they're staring, don't automatically assume that, they, that they're judging you. They're just curious. They just want to learn. Do you see how that opportunity presents itself? Now the final point of this whole thing is you, we all have to. I'm going to say that again. We all have to respect other people's choices. <coughs> it doesn't mean we have to participate. There's a difference between respecting and participating. Or promoting, for that matter. There's a difference between promoting and participating. There's nothing wrong with promoting equality across the board and an acceptance. But it doesn't mean that you're required to promote a specific thing, a specific, a specific kink or fetish. That's not how that works. And we need to understand that. And if we would understand that and see that it is okay, it is 100% okay to let people know, hey, if you're somebody bad-mouthing somebody else, somebody even somebody you don't believe in or care for or something, to say, hey, why don't you have people's yum here? That's not how we roll. Without fear of people going, oh, that must mean they do it. You can be a guy and hear somebody bash uh, someone else that's bisexual or transsexual or cross-dressing instead of go, hey, that's not cool. Knock that shit off. And no one's going, oh, obviously that means they're gay. They're bi. They're, they cross-dressed. No. It's none of this works. But we have to learn to be respectful. And we have to make an effort at it. And the reason we bring this up is because as new things and, and, and the lifestyle is going to continue to morph and change and grow. It's a living, breathing thing. The more that you're going to see different kinks, fetishes, whatever, that you had never seen before. The longer you're in it, you will learn more things. If you will open your eyes and listen, and your ears and listen and look, you can learn all kinds of things. You might find something that you really, really like. Or you might find something you might really, really be interested. Or you might find a whole bunch of things. You go, well, not my cup of tea, but okay, whatever. 
here's the other part that's so important with all of this. Did you know you can be vanilla, you can be a swinger, you can be hardcore kingster BDSM, you can be hardcore poly, you can be hardcore um, bisexual, you can be whatever. And you can actually get along with everybody in all those other groups. It's actually possible. Being human and being cool with each other is that it's just that. It's humanity. And we do have a responsibility to be respectful because, look, if people can't practice whatever their specific thing is in the lifestyle, where are they going to go? And remember, even if you're just basic swinger, the majority of the real world <coughs> doesn't support you. But you want a place to go to be able to, to practice what you like. So here's our chance. Take this opportunity to work on eliminating the negativity in your mind about things you don't understand and take this opportunity to find the courage the next time you see something you don't understand to ask questions. Learn something. If nothing more than knowledge is power, if nothing more than the fact that It'll make so that the next event you're not staring at them or get get caught uncomfortably looking at them or whatever the case may be. You don't have to participate to be respectful. Don't ever forget that. If we forget that in the lifestyle, the lifestyle becomes no better than the outside world. You've heard me say it before, you'll hear me say it again, kids. This rant's over.